timer started. It is 8.44 p.m. Uh, Central Time. We will uh, see when this gets uploaded. <laughs> Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Pondering Puton with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. Uh, I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve, and the season is autumn. Uh, today, we'll be discussing Chapter 12, which is titled Normal Dego. Uh, so the other day I was reading this chapter and it, it yeah. literally was the other day. Um, I was sitting on my couch. Yeah. We, there, there's a delay here between when we read and when we recorded. Um, I don't know if you're going to tell the story of us specifically. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. That's exactly what I was about yeah. to do. <clears throat> so, okay. Um, I don't. I don't want to give away the punchline, so I'll let you do it. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. Um, I, so I was sitting on on the couch in my living room, uh, and it it was a bit chilly. Um, it's getting a bit chilly here, uh, especially this week. It started dropping. Um, so I kind of had the like blanket on myself, um, but also my dog was sitting with me. Uh, so she like yeah. really she had the majority of the blanket because you know how that goes. Um, yeah, and so the it, blanket was only partially on me, uh, so I was still like pretty chilly. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I was reading this chapter, and I came across a couple pages that I really liked, uh, and I was I was really amused by them. And I even though we were going to rec- even though we were recording later, uh, I didn't really want to wait. Um, to talk about them with you, which, you know, happens sometimes yeah. with us. Um, yeah. Usually we do wait until recordings to talk about things. I feel like this is more true with Ghost Divers and with Pondering Bhutan. Um, I feel like we have a little bit more of like a save it for the podcast when it comes to to the anime that we're watching. Yeah. But, don't um, don't burn pod. That's, yeah. our, that's our little saying. But, usually with with uh, Cromarty High School, with this manga, we, we do the same. We, we usually wait until we record to talk about it, but occasionally we'll comment a little bit before we record. Um, yeah. And, you know, this was just one of those moments where I was like, oh, this is so perfect. Like in the moment, I just like want to text. I want to text Neve. Um, so I took a couple pictures of of the pages um, and yeah. like texted them over to you um, online, of course. Yeah. Um. And literally, I mean, literally, right as I sent yes. them, literally. Y- exact same, like, not even second, but, like, millisecond. Yeah, literally. The yeah. same. Um, right as I sent them, you also sent me a message. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It was so wild. <laughs> um, yeah. I was still, I was thinking about it earlier today, and I was just laughing about it. Um Cause it was just, a, it was yeah. a little funny. I was like, you know, I, I was just working and, um, cause I was at work earlier, you know? Um, yeah. And I was writing, I was kind of editing a document, uh, and I was typing on my keyboard. Um, yeah. And I was really, I was in the zone. So I was really just, it, you know how that is. You get in the zone and yeah, you're typing and, you're really locked in. And it's just out of nowhere. I remembered that, um, how it was like literally the same moment. And I just like, I had a little laugh to myself. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was it was very funny. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess that um I guess that that was really the end of my thought. Yeah. But anyway, we we didn't record uh that night because so you sent me the the photos at the exact same millisecond. Literally. That I sent you a message that I didn't think I would be able to record that night. Mm-hmm. Um because uh you know, th- this is this is uh maybe relatable to other people who who have kids. Um you know, it it was uh Monday. Yeah, yeah, and, Monday. Uh, yeah. Um and the the so I I think it was yeah, it was um it was Saturday night. Um when when like we were putting our our toddler to bed and our toddler was like, "Oh, my my tummy hurts." Um and sometimes it'll happen and and part of it is like uh they don't always want to eat dinner. Um that it's like a new food and they're a little bit more suspicious of it. Um, and if this happens with your kids, like you just keep introducing them to the new foods. Sometimes it'll take multiple exposures to seeing something on a plate before they want to like touch it or lick it or taste it. And like before eating, like there's a, it takes a little while to build up. There's this point um, where a, a child goes from basically eating anything that you give to them when they're really, really little to um, they're, they're now like in this kind of, mode of well if i don't know what it is like i don't maybe know it's safe to eat in like a a more um you know conception like not like thinking that but like maybe more like willful like they're like oh yeah like i'm exercising like you know discernment (laughs) uh i have the power of discernment and i'm recognizing that like i ate something before and i liked it and it didn't give me tummy troubles and so i'm gonna continue to prefer that thing over the new thing that is like, I don't know what it's going to taste like. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know if it's going to have a negative effect on me, things like that. Um, so what was, and the they're food? not like thinking of it in that direct, uh, honestly don't remember at this point. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. You know how you just kind of forget meals that you've had. Um, yeah. Like anyway, uh, yeah. So then after they went to, to bed, um, they they threw up uh, all over the bed. You want to get out, Lem? Uh, my cat Lem has been in here during recording, kind of causing a menace. I'm sure it will continue happening throughout this. Recording. Lem was like, "Oh, I was um, there for that the throw up moment. I don't want to relive." Yeah. That. Uh, so we we like cleaned up and everything. Um, it was unclear because, uh, uh, yeah, it was unclear if it was like something that they ate or if it was, uh, you know, an actual like infectious thing but we got all cleaned up um and then uh so on monday when i texted you um was because i had I, like i felt like i was gonna throw up and i like shortly after i texted you i think i did um That's, so uh, you know yeah as, we all got, as, is, we all got, as is typical um yeah <laughs> after so I, think, I think we all got norovirus which is uh, <laughs> which is uh oh that that'd be funny if every time i text you i threw up um, that'd be really, yeah, that'd be no, hilarious. Just, toddlers bring home diseases. So, um, yeah, probably got it from daycare and then got us all sick. Um, so for people who listen to ornate stairwells, uh, that was recorded Sunday night. So I wasn't sick yet, but like 
we felt like maybe it was contagious because Emily was starting to feel a little nauseous. Um, and so we were like, well, Autumn, you shouldn't come over to record. So we did it remotely. Um, and as always, this is this is why we honestly don't record uh, Ghost Divers Sundays anymore. We had a lot of tech issues. So mm. um, unfortunately, that that I feel like there's a lot of weird lag and like parts where um, stuff feels like it's not syncing up quite right. And it I don't know what it is. Sundays are just bad. Curse Sunday. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah, so I mean, that's unfortunately part of having a toddler is you just get sick a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, but I'm feeling better now. Um, we're disinfecting the entire house. Oh, wow. So. Okay. That's, that's, I don't know if I've ever heard of people doing that before. Like, but okay. I, yeah. I, I've never gotten sick. My family never did that. Uh, like, oh, you know, we're, we're sick, so we're going to, like, disinfect. It's smart. Um, like, yeah. No, I, like, well, I'm surprised at it's so smart and makes sense, and I'm surprised at, like, oh, I've never thought to do that before, or that's never been done in, like, my household before. Yeah, the, the thing that we usually do for most sicknesses is just um, you – the, the best is honestly if you get like Lysol wipes because they're uh, very easy to wipe on these things really quick. Um, but like after you're sick, like uh, wash um, your your like bedding um, and also possibly replace your your toothbrushes um, that can sometimes prolong like how sick you feel if you keep using a toothbrush that you were using when you were sick. Um, and then the other thing is the, the Lysol wipes. That's where those, this is where that comes in is do like all the doorknobs, lights, and like major touch points throughout your home. Uh, so like handles on the fridge, stuff like that. Um, just to sort of like clean that stuff. But since this was norovirus and like norovirus really sticks around on things, um, this is like a, a more deep disinfecting where like we are spraying furniture with, with like Lysol spray and stuff to try and, uh, disinfect it because, um, you know, autumn will probably come back over for stairwells. Uh, the podcast usually works pretty well. I feel like it works better when we're in person. Um, and we don't want to get them sick just because there's still norovirus hanging around on like the sofa or whatever. Yeah. Um, what do you normally um, do for, I obviously depends on the illness, but when you're sick, what do you normally do for, um, you know, take care of yourself and um, convalesce. Um, I mean, it, it does like vary to some degree. Um, obviously, like fevers, treat it with Tylenol. Like, try and keep your fever down. Um, hydrate, that's a big thing. Rest. Um, yeah, hydrate. Classic. Uh, so lots of water. Um, Gatorade is good. Uh, also like. Pedialyte stuff is good. Um, we're a bunch of like Michigan, uh, Michiganders. Uh, Emily and I both grew up in Michigan. So uh, Verner's is a cure-all. You, basically, if you can stomach Verner's, you should be drinking it when you're sick. Um, I've actually got a can right now while I'm recording. Um, I've had a lot of Verner's lately because we've been sick a lot lately because toddler. Um, yeah, g- ginger. I, it's the ginger aspect, right? Like a lot, a yeah. lot of cultures use, use that. 
Yeah. Like, I think it, it's and, pretty and, well established at this point. This might be pseudoscience yeah. um, that I'm propagating, but I think I, I've never actually it studied does have it, but like I a, think it has. I think it does have a certain anti... So if I have like uh, canker sores inside like my lip, um, I will... So this, this per- first part like hurts. Um, so if people don't want to do this, that's fine. But I will dip like a Q-tip in some um, like clear liquor. Uh, like a vodka or something and then press it on there um for basically until it like stops stinging as much uh part of that is just like a a numbing thing um and then i will sometimes take like a slice of ginger because i just constantly have ginger in my house because i cook with it all the time um and i will like sort of wedge it in there like i'm doing it with like some chaw for a little bit um just until i start kind of getting the the tingling and honestly i like Canker sores will usually heal up pretty quick when I do that. So, mm. um, but yeah. Um, what, what, oh, once I was, once I got sick, um, while I was in, uh, San Francisco seeing my brother, um, and it was for some, like, I think it was when, uh, when like his, his kid was first born or something. Um, one of his kids was born, but, uh, cause he lived in San Francisco for a little while when he was, uh, getting his degree in education that he doesn't use anymore because, um, they wanted to move back to the U S from China and, uh, being a teacher in the U S sucks. Uh, it's really bad. Um, so now he's also an industrial supply, but anyway, uh, yeah, I was, I was visiting and I got sick, like at the end of the trip, um and so the the last night we were at an airbnb and it was like one of those this is like back in the early days of airbnb where um it wasn't like landlords just trying to rent out their slum apartments uh as airbnb um it was like you're just getting like so this was like we just were renting a room that like a, a nurse like she lived there so we, we didn't see her all the time, but sometimes she was there at night. Mm. Uh, we like watched movies together. And so the last night I was sick and she was like, let me make you something. And she put a bunch of ginger and just like squeezed a shit ton of, of lemons into like a little bit of water uh, and just blended the shit out of it. And I drank it and it was like intense, but it did like, it did feel like it did something. It, Oh, you know? I'm sure it did. And something. She's a nurse, so I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely did it was something. good though. Um, um, yeah, ginger and lemon. I feel like is a is a classic. That's a that's a combination that you see a lot in like healthy yeah. place. Yeah, for cool for colds and stuff. Um, that reminded me of of your because you had a, a an Airbnb experience recently that I think was a little bit more towards what Airbnb has become now. Oh yeah. Which is that like someone has an apartment that like nobody wants to rent. And so you list it on Airbnb because people will stay in it for a few nights cause they'll just see it. And then they're like, well, we're here now. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how notable it is. Um, it was a shoebox. Um, it, de- yeah, definitely. Well, the, the thing that was strange this is about when it, you visited us in Chicago, by the yeah, for the listeners, yeah, yeah, um, good times, good times. Um, unfortunately, we did not get to record, uh, because you were also sick then, uh, 
which yeah. may be related to having a toddler. Uh, yeah. But uh, the thing that was interesting about it was it was in um, – I, I couldn't quite ascertain like what percentage of the apartments in this building were Airbnbs, uh, but it seemed like a pretty small percentage. Um, seemed like a lot of people actually just lived in these apartments. Um, but n- none of them could have been much bigger than than the one I had. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, Sarah and I were actually talking about this a lot while we were there, uh, about how Airbnbs have gotten really expensive. And that's like... Compared to like when you were in San, San Francisco, those early days of like Airbnbs when it was just, um, you know, a little less, uh, I think, dominated by or like consolidated by just like the, you know, landlord um, investor class. Um, yeah. Although I don't really. Yeah, there are so many more where it was and like. There's pros and cons to this, but there are so many more back in the day where it was like, literally, it is just like a room. Like somebody has a guest room um, and they probably use it for like if family's visiting or whatever. But then also they will just like rent it out to you sometimes. Um, I stayed in multiple Airbnbs like that because it it was cheap. And um, honestly, it was sometimes kind of nice to just be like, oh, here's this like here's this person who is here and I like, I have my little space. It's got like a lock in the door, but also like, they'll just tell me where the nice things are. Like, Oh, here's a good restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Almost um, like being at like a, a hostel where like, y- yeah, you do want privacy, but also there's something about interacting with other people in your living space that, can yeah. be nice. Yeah. Um, especially if they're like, you know, a local and like you're saying, they can kind of direct you. Um, yeah. I will say, I, I'm kind of like speaking uh, <laughs> uninformed because I didn't really, you know, rent Airbnbs 10 years ago. Um, but Nonetheless, it just feels like there's been a shift. Um, mm-hmm. And I can observe some of it, you know, based on how things are now. Um, and then based on a larger trends in society um, that I know to be true. Um, with just like the consolidation of um, like all properties um, by yeah. like at, uh, under the aegis of uh, investments and, um, you know, like housing shortage, uh, like affordable housing shortages, um, because people are just, um, buying like either, you know, permanent residences and flipping them and selling them for a lot more, um, or, you know, doing the Airbnb thing where it's like all of these places that could be residences for, um, you know, people who are actually just going to live there are now like being turned into Airbnbs. So it's just like Airbnb hell. Um, Nashville is a place Sarah and I visited there. 
Um, and that's like totally an Airbnb hell. Um, where like this has just yeah. happened with like rampancy. Um, and yeah, it really sucks. Um, but yeah, this Airbnb was bad. <laughs> uh, we chose it because they allowed dogs, which definitely it cuts down the pool of available Airbnbs. Um, and yeah. then the secondary one was that it was really close to where you live. So, um, and, and I was glad, I, I was glad for that, that I was glad we chose that one because it, it worked out really well. Um, I was able to visit your, your plague den uh, a couple times. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, it, I wouldn't recommend it, but it did work out for us. Um, definitely wasn't uh, a rewarding experience in and of itself, though. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, what I was going to say before that was when I was a kid, whenever I had like strep throat, my mom would always make me, she would always give me ginger ale uh, and Ritz crackers. And that was like all the sustenance that I consumed. I used to get strep throat a lot. Um, ear infections and strep throat were my like persistent <laughs> conditions uh, as a kid. Um, and yeah, the ginger ale and its crackers um, were, were key. Yeah. I got ear infections a bunch and they, they put tubes in my ears. Yeah. Like, I had that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I think now, nowadays, um, well, and keep in mind, we were in Florida, Florida than Georgia. So we didn't have Verners or we didn't like really know we might've had it, but it was one of those weird sodas in the soda aisle that you, you never yeah. got. Um, Verners is a very Michigan thing. Yeah. It wasn't part of the, the culture. Um, so I never really knew about Verner's until I just grabbed it off the shelf randomly one day in high school. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> this is super good. Uh, but that, it was too late by then. Uh, I had already yeah, I had already recovered from all my strip throat. Um, I haven't had it for, for a number of years now. Um, but whenever I get sick now, I always... For me, it's not... I don't really do anything special. Um I think I tried to just get like a lot of fresh air, um, hydrate, obviously, um, get a lot of sleep or it, you don't want to oversleep, but get as much sleep as feels like good, um, which is more than I t usually get. Um, and then hydrate really well and then eat. Um, that's another thing. I always make sure to eat, um, not just like whatever. Um, I try to eat stuff that's like going to be nutritious, um, but I definitely eat like more yeah. if I can. Um, just because I'm like, I want to supply my body with all the things that it needs uh, to to fight off whatever this is. Um, so for me, that's like. Fresh air, you know, again, water, f food, calories, um, sleep. And then I, I also try to, again, if I can, I always try to be like a little bit physically active. 
Um, cause I feel like that just, again, this might be just, I don't know if this is like scientifically grounded at all. Um, but I feel like it, it just yeah. makes me feel better. Um, and if you like feel better, um, psychologically and emotionally, uh, I, I think that that helps in some way. Um, yeah. So that's typically what I do when, whenever I'm sick, I don't have any special tricks. Um, I've got a work colleague who is, uh, he's Ukrainian or his family is like, I can't remember. I think he's like third generation Ukrainian and his, he talks about like all the time when he was a kid that, uh, whenever he got sick, his mom would make him eat raw garlic and drink. What is it? I think she'd give him like a, a half a shot of whiskey and make him eat raw garlic. <laughs> Uh, with bread. <laughs> uh, so I've never, I haven't tried that one, but that seems promising to you. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I feel like I mostly, uh, try to sleep as much as possible. Um, I, I, instead of like giving my, instead of your, like, I'm going to eat more than usual. I'm like, I'm I'm basically just going to eat when my body tells me it's hungry. And I'm going to try and put in, like, easy to digest, but, like, nutrient-rich stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, another thing is I, I generally try to, like, like, I don't do too much in terms of... I might, like, go outside a little bit. Um, like on my, my patio or something, if it's nicer. Uh, but I, I generally try to not do anything strenuous or also like, I'm not going to do something that's going to like involve a lot of thinking. Mm, um, yeah, I'm going to like, like a, a go-to, um, for a really long time is when I'm sick. Uh, if I have the luxury of just like not having to tend to a toddler while I'm sick, which I've not had recently, <laughs> um, then uh, what I like to do is, is be on the sofa and watch through the original Star Wars trilogy because I saw it so much as a kid um, that I basically know what's happening in the plot at any given time. Uh, and so I can like drift in and out of consciousness. Like I can fall asleep and then wake up. Um, and I know what's happening cause I've just seen it before. Um, and I don't have to think too hard about what's happening because I've seen it before, but you're also um, like, and then focused. The other thing is aliens. Yes. On something. Yeah. It, to like, not, it just gives me something to having your mind wander, which is taxing yes. in its own way. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is aliens. I'll also watch aliens because I liked that movie a lot as a kid, even though I know everyone says that it's bad and, and everyone likes alien. Um, I will grant that alien is a better movie, but I think I like aliens more just because I really liked it as a kid. It's, and it's one of the movies I watch when I'm sick. It's, it's so. news to me that everyone that, that people say that aliens is bad. I thought the consensus was pretty much that aliens is like a classic of the genre. No, no. A lot of people who care about the Alien franchise think that Aliens is really bad. 
Okay. Well, I, I've heard of like, you know, Alien 3 has obviously like been re- redeemed as like, oh, you know, misunderstood. It was panned at the time. And now like people who care about the movies have like the redemption campaign for that has like already like come and gone, right? Yeah. Alien is undisputed, obviously. Um, Aliens, I guess, like... Yeah, is great, has always been great. Yeah. Um, Aliens, I guess, was, like, such a mainstream commercial and critical success at the time. I guess I've I've just never heard anyone, like, um, critique it. Um, But then again, I'm not in the spaces that that you're describing. I think... I think a lot of it is like a a complaint about um, it essentially being this like, like the original one was this uh, classic like sci-fi themed horror movie. And then aliens is just like a, an action film. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, it's just a good action film. Like it, yeah, you can have an action film in your franchise with horror movies. It's fine. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Aliens, so I'm not going to try to defend it. Um, I always yeah. was fond of it. Um, I never, yeah, like never liked it as much as um, as the first film, um, just because yeah. I like s- stylistically enjoy it a little better. Um, but yeah, I. I, I like the arc, you know, when you when you take the films together, um, I like the the evolution of it. Something about like having aliens be um, become an action movie instead of like, oh, it's just, you know, we tried to replicate what Alien was, which is not you're not. Yeah. Gonna, it's probably a, a fool's errand. Um, well. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we will be reading chapter 13 from volume one. You can find the full schedule at exportodio slash proton schedule. If you have questions for us, send them to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. I just forgot that we got questions, Connor. Uh, don't let me forget next time. Um, well, I don't even know you can what get we're going to do access- with questions, but go on. Wait, wait. Should, should we just do the questions now? Should we just Is do that allowed? Quick? I don't know. <laughs> Write into the email and tell us if it's allowed. Yeah, we can't do write questions at ghost, until someone write, says that. Write into ghostdiverspod at gmail.com and tell us. You can also post in the Discord about this. Tell us if you think that we should be able to do it during the, the rapid sign-off or if we need to try and get it in in the episode. I feel like we need to try and get it in the episode, yeah. but let us know. Anyway, you can get early access to episodes of this podcast or many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at exportodd.io and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive access to Pop Down Funk, a weekly podcast or Nora, uh, Autumn and Nora roll a random Funko Pop and have to watch something from that media franchise. Coming up with something from like the 100 or something, it's like, I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> um, I, every single time that they say what it is, it vanishes from my brain. Because uh, I've just never heard of this TV show before. Anyway, uh, if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Uh, they can find the free feed at exportaudio slash Puton or by searching Pottering Puton on their podcast type of choice. If you like listening to Ghost Talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers by searching Ghost Divers in your podcast type of choice. You can find the show at Puton or at Pondering at Ponder Puton on Twitter or just at Puton on Coast. You can follow me at Nia on Twitter and Coast. Where can people find you, Connor? You can fo- uh, find me at Rabelais, R-A-B-B-L-E-A-I-S on Twitter and Coast. 
Our opening theme is Nganante by Yoshida Takaro, and taking us out today is Pakapo de, Gyo, de Go by uh, Nohara Shinosuke, aka Crayon Shinshin. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. La vie, la vie.